Hello and welcome to Body Beyond the Scales, the podcast that helps you get stronger and more confident in your body through building better habits. If you've got 90 seconds, then take the healthy habits quiz. This will help you improve your habits and find the easiest next steps rather than overhauling your life to start making sustainable change to your health and fitness. The link is in the show notes. Hello and welcome to today's episode of Body Beyond the Scales. I'm going to be talking through five lessons that diet culture has taught me. It's taught you that it's time to unlearn if we want to be building better habits. And these are five things that I think not enough people are talking about. And I don't think we're like putting the onus on diet culture and recognizing that this is something that we've been taught our entire lives. If you're in your 20s, you've spent the last 20 years learning this. If you're in your 30s, it's the last 30 years. If you're in your 40s, it's the last 40 years. Your entire life, you have been learning this. And these are the things that it's time to unlearn if we want to finally make sustainable change if we want to build better habits we want to focus on these things first because it's easy to get sucked into the diet culture bs because that's the thing that keeps you dieting forever and that's what diet culture wants it wants you to be dieting forever because that's how they make their money that's how they keep pushing that's how they keep like their marketing going because every year you lose weight and then every year you put it back on and that's how they keep the structure going so it's time to break out of that cycle break out of the yo-yo pattern and finally keep weight and uh, you know lose weight and keep it off and make this the last time that you start so you get out of that cycle for good um so here are five things that i've had to unlearn by diet from diet culture and here are five things that i think that you know it might be time for you to unlearn too. So first up, diet culture, it has you thinking that you have to look a certain way to be confident. Confidence doesn't come with a dress size. I've worked with women who are size 22 and confident and size eight that are confident. I've also worked with people who are size 22 and not confident and a size eight and, and not confident as well. Confidence doesn't come with a size. It's not about how small you can get. It's about how you show up for yourself. It's not what you look like. It's about what you do. And I think that's really why confidence comes down to your habits because it's that daily act of showing up for yourself. And the more you show up, the more confident that you're going to feel. Step two, or lesson two, I guess, diet culture, smaller equals better. And we're taught as women that taking up less space, you've got to be smaller. You've got to be, you know, that's our job. We've got to take up less space. And the idea of putting muscle on or building, like um, like building any muscle or like putting on any weight, that can be so scary because we've been taught our entire lives to be smaller, to take up less space. You're taking up too much space. Like you've got to be smaller. You've got to see what dress size you can get into. How can you be smaller? Like that's the only thing diet culture has ever taught us. And it's now time to step away from that smaller doesn't equal better and you don't owe anyone an explanation or apology for the space that you take up you have as much right to access that space as anybody else Lesson number three that diet culture has taught us that it's time to unlearn is the all or nothing mindset. And we're often taught that this all or nothing mindset is the right like direction to go in. And that if you can't stick to this extreme kind of diet and this extreme kind of thinking, it's you that's the failure. And that's just simply not true. This like approach is built for you to fail because you can't be perfect all the time. There's going to be things that happen. There's going to be life events that come up. And this is the thing is diet culture is built on this extreme that basically you're never going to fall off. And if you do fall off, you're the failure. And I think it's super unreasonable to believe that you're going to be uber con, like you're going to be perfect for the rest of your life. That's not true, but you can be consistent because perfections, uh, perfection and consistency are not the same thing. And you're not a failure if you're not able to stick to like a, you know, extreme diet you're human that's it so instead of focusing on perfection focus on consistency and remember that you don't have to be perfect to be healthy nobody like I do not like hit my steps every single day of the year like I've had days this year where I've maybe only found like 8,000 steps 9,000 steps and my goal's 11 like that's less like obviously these are kind of like (laughs) moving on to more of that like extreme side but there have been more days where like I've said not hit my calories and I've not drank all my water does that make me less healthy 
No, because if I miss it one day, I get right back on it the next. And I think that's a lesson that we're not taught is that like, it's not if you will fall off track, it's like when you will fall off track. And then it's about making sure that like the blip does not maintain and actually you focus on that consistency throughout it. Um, and if you've found these accurate so far, um, share this podcast with a friend because I can guarantee that men, so many women in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s have had this conversation with themselves, are struggling with these things in their head. So if you can, just drop a, drop a share to this to uh, one of your friends, just you know, share this episode and just tell them to give it a listen. Um, so diet culture lesson number four, quicker is better. Now there's this mentality when it comes to diet culture and dieting that like you should be going fast, you should be losing 10 pounds in two weeks and you should be, you know, like, should have it all off by the end of the three-month period. But who are you racing? Why is quicker better? You've spent your entire life learning your current habits. It's going to take you more than a couple of months to overturn, like, overturn them because that would be reasonable to believe. You know, you spent, say, 20 years building these habits, 30 years building these habits. Why would you think you'd be able to break them in two months? And that's okay. It would be unreasonable to believe that, and that's okay that it is. But we want to focus on making this sustainable long-term change where we actually focus on making changes that are going to last and not just last the duration of the 12-week period, the three-month period that, you know, you're dieting for. They're actually going to last for a longer time, uh, like time span. And that's what's really key. Diet culture wants you to fall off because what happens then is you go, oh, well, it worked. It helped me lose 10 pounds in two weeks last time. So it'll work again. And then you end up going back to it because you're going with speed. Sometimes it's not about speed. Sometimes it's about keeping it off the long run. The sign of a successful diet is a diet where basically you've managed to maintain the weight loss for six months plus. Like how many diets have you managed that? If you can do that, never mind a year plus. The average like dieter has put their weight back on within five years. 80% of diet have put their weight back on within five years of losing it. Now, that is such a depressing statistic in my head. Um, but yeah, I think that's super important that we address that and we actually start looking for solutions that not just help you lose weight, but help you keep it off long run as well. And that's where the magic really comes in. And then finally, lesson number five that diet culture has taught us is that dieting for events or at certain times of year is normal. So like I'll start in January. I need to lose weight for summer. I need my summer body. I need to lose weight for my wedding. I need to wedge shred. Like all of these are just marketing employees designed by diet culture to train you to think that you have to diet for certain events and that it's normal to be dieting two, three, four, five times a year. And in reality, it's really not. Like, that's not what we want to be doing. Like I said in the last point, it's not about like how fast it can come off. It's about losing it and keeping it off. Like, that should be the ultimate goal. Like, if you think like through that logic of the six months that I've just mentioned there, how many successful diets have you done? Like, how many diets have you lost weight and then kept it off for at least six months? probably not that many, um, if any. And that's really the thing that we want to focus on there is we want to focus on making sure that we don't see health as something that's seasonal. We see it as something that's habitual. It's the things we show up, we do every day, we keep doing. And that's really what we want to focus on. And I do just want to add a bonus point in here about anti-diet culture. And what tends to happen here is that we end up with two ends of a spectrum. Like most things in health and fitness is put into this binary that's simply not true. We end up with this structure that's like, oh, you are either like anti-diet or you are like diet culture. And like, you know, like we should never talk about calories. We should never, you know, we should never diet. You should love your body unconditionally. And that's that anti-diet culture talking. And then that diet culture is saying like, you know, you're not good enough. You, you know, you're too big. You're taking up too much space. You've got a diet for this. You've got a diet for that. And these two are just two extremes. What we want to do is find somewhere in that middle that's in that gray area that actually sits and aligns with you. Because anti-diet culture is teaching you that if you want to lose weight, if you want to change how you look, that makes you a bad feminist. It makes you a bad person. And that's simply not true. The key thing here really is it's your body. You have autonomy over your body and you get to decide when you want to change it. You get to decide what body shape makes 
makes you happiest. You get to decide when and if you want to improve your health, your habits, your confidence. And that really comes down to you. And that's really the key message that I want you to take away from this is just take a moment just to think, what are you doing for your body? And are your choices actually coming from you? Or are they coming from diet culture or that anti-diet culture talk? And that's really all I want you to do today. Just take away and think that. And if you do want the easiest place to get started when it comes to building your better health habits, then check out the Healthy Habits Quiz. It'll take you less than 90 seconds and you'll have the exact habits that you need to start to get yourself moving. And they won't overhaul your life, but they will start you with making small sustainable change that are going to make a big difference in the long run. Have an absolutely cracking day and catch the link in the show notes for the Healthy Habits Quiz.